Nedarim daf yod. The last thing we were discussing was our Mishnah said if a person said ken sha'im that I'm, I'm vowing like the vows of Rashaim, then it stands. It is considered a neder and it works for nezirut, korban, shvu'ah. And we want to know who's our Mishnah like. We originally want to say it's not like Rabbi Meir who said it's best if you don't vow at all. And it's not like Rabbi Yehuda either who said that the best person is a person who pays and vows. And neither of them held that there's a difference between a vow and a donation. So we first uh, tried answering that it could be like Rabbi Meir, and Rabbi Meir said that the Mishnah is only talking about vows, it never said anything about donations. And then we gave another answer at the bottom of Tet Amud Bet, that it could be, it's like Rabbi Uda. And when Rabbi Uda said it's uh, good to vow and pay, that's talking about donations, but actual vows, no, no one, no one cashier does such a thing. And with that, we're starting the second line of Yud Amud Aleph. We're in the middle of the line where it says Vihakatane, but it says Tov Mize o Mize no derum kayem. It says Rebuda says the best person is the person who vows and does what he vows. It didn't say anything about donations. So the Gwen answers Atene, you had to change it to no devum kayem. The Rebuda said the best person is the person who donates and gives. So now the Gemara asks, My Shana no de law. Why is it not good to vow? Because you might come to mess up and not give what you vowed. Same thing with donations. Maybe you, you won't give it on time. Just like Hillel. The true way to give a donation is you bring it to the Azara. Five steps before you get in, umakdisha. There you will be makdishit right there by the opening of the the, the azara, and then v'somech ala v'shochta. You do the smicha, you shachta, do whatever you have to do right then and there. So for the gemara says, fine. Tina nedaba the korbanot. I get it. That's the donation of korbanot, and I understand how it's done without a mess up. Nedaba din zirut ma'ikalememar. Okay. Uh, what about uh, a donation of nezirut? Uh, how do you do that without get, uh, without uh, being able to be uh, over on Balteahir? How do you do without messing up? So Rabbi Yudah Ta'amir, again Rabbi Yudah goes with his reasoning, but Tanya, Rabbi Yudah Omer, Hasidim Arishonim, the original Hasidim, Hayumit Avin Levi Korban Hatat, they wanted to give a Korban Hatat that doesn't come as a donation. The Fisheena Kadosh Baruch Hu Mevita Kala Al Yedehem. The reason they wanted to give a korban khatat as a donation because HaKadosh Baruch Hu never brought them to, to a mess up. HaKadosh Baruch Hu reciprocated the same way they were careful not to do averot. Hashem made sure that He didn't put them in a position where they could do an avera either. So ma'ayuasin, what they used to do? Omdinu with nadvin ezirut lamakom. They would donate an ezirut. They would accept upon themselves an ezirut. Kedeshit hayev korban chatat lamakom. So he was able to, he would be obligated to bring a korban chatat akalosh baruchu. So now, since kesherim, the holy people, the the tzaddikim, they donate this type of ezirut, we're not worried. They're going to get a transgression. They're not going to get the avera. Rabbi Shimon Omer, lo nadaru benazir. So the continuation of the Brayta's Rabbi Shimon argues on Rabbi Yehuda. No, they never vowed to be nazirim. Ella harotzil lavi olaf. A person wants to bring a korban olam. It's not dev umevi. Could donate and bring it. Shelamim. If a person wants to bring korban shelamim, it's not dev umevi. Could bring it. Toda ve'arba'ah mine lachma. If a person wants to bring korban toda with the four different types of bread. 
Usually a person who gives a korban toda has to bring with it 40 loaves of bread, some of them matzot, some of them hametz. Mitnadevu, maybe he could just bring that also. But when it came to Nizirut, no, they didn't donate Nizirut. Why? They never wanted to be called Chotin because the Pasuk says that a person who becomes a Nazir. It called, the Pasuk calls him a hoteh because he made himself suffer from wine. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you something to enjoy and you didn't enjoy it. So you're considered a hoteh. They didn't want to be called a hoteh. And therefore, they, they were never they never donated themselves as Nezirim. And Amar Abayesh, Shimon Tzadik, and we said before that uh, Shimon Tzadik didn't want to eat a asham of a Nazir who became Tameh, except that one time, Verbi Shimon, Verbi Azra Kapar, Kulan beshita haten. They all hold the same idea that the nazir hotehave that a nazir is considered a sinner. Shimon atzadik very bishimon hadamar. Shimon atzadik. We know the story with the nazir who came to him with the hair, and then bishimon who just said before that uh, the Hasidim did not want to call themselves hotim. Uh, therefore, they never were. They never vowed to be nazirim. Very bil azara kapar very bi detanya. Very bil azara kapar very bi omer. It says by Nazir, by Nazir v'chipeh alav mashir hata ala nefesh. It says Akash Baruch is going to forgive him because he sinned over a nefesh v'chibez or nefesh hata zeh. Which nefesh, which soul did he sin to? Ela shetzirir atzmo minayan because he made himself suffer from wine. And Rabbi Lazar ben Akapar adds v'halo devarim kal v'chomen. This kal v'chomen umar zeh shelot zirir atzmo ela minayan nikachote. Think about this person. He only made him. He only made himself suffer just from wine. The Torah calls him a, a hotei sinner. If a person makes himself suffer from anything else, all the more so he's considered hotei. Mikan, what do we learn from here? A person who sits in the taanit is called a sinner. Very good to see the Shulchan Aruch Tav Kofain Aleph and all the sugya over there. Basically, if a person could could withstand, he's healthy enough to withstand uh, fasting, then he should then he should uh, go ahead and fast. And it's a good thing. But if a person can't stand it, it hurts him, and especially if it hurts his limutor, he shouldn't be fasting. But now the Gemara asks a question on Rabbi Shimon or Bilazara Kapar. But this pasuk of Me'ashir Hata Ala Nefesh is talking about Nazir who became Tameh and he went against his Nazirut. So I understand why he's a Hoteh, but uh, not every case is he considered a Hoteh. What makes you say that a person who makes himself a Nazir is considered a Hoteh? So the Gemara explains, Mishum Deshana Behetu. Really, the uh, Nazir in general is considered a Hoteh. He made himself suffer for no reason. But the real reason the Torah put that pasuk that calls him a hoteh by a nazir who became tameh is because he went against his in his hirut, he did an avera. So we're going to add one avera on top of an avera. We're going to call you a hoteh since we're, you're already a hoteh. But really, anyone who becomes a nazir is a hoteh for making his body suffer. Now that's the way the Ran, Tosfot, the Rosh explain it. But the Rosh has a different explanation. It says that the reason they put this Pasuk here is because he did this Het twice of making himself suffer. Not because he went against the Nizirut, but he made himself suffer twice. Next, Mishnah. We originally started our Gemara discussing Yadot. We started the first Mishnah called Kinuyeh and Nedarim Kendarim. 
all nicknames for Nedarim, all words that sound like Nedarim, or have the same meaning, are like Nedarim in regards to Haranim, Nezirut, Shvot. And then we went into Yadot, where a person didn't finish a sentence, and we're trying to understand something from what he said. We're trying to finish a sentence for him. Now we're going back to Kinuyim. So the following are Kinuyim. These are words that uh, sound like it, or these are nicknames for Kinu uh, for Nedarim, and we're going to say the same halachot apply. Saomer, if a person says Konam, Konah, Konas, any of these words, let's say he says, I'm going uh, Konah Korban on me, or Konas Korban on me, he has to give it Hare Elu Kinuyim, the Korban. These are all substitute terms for Korban. He has to give a Korban. If he said herek, herek, heref, these are hare elukinuyim, the herem, these are kinuyim for a herem. Nazik, naziach, paziach, all these words, hare elukinuyim, nazirut, these are kinuyim for nazirut. Shebuta, shekuka, if he said those words, noder bemohi, or if he's vowing in the name of Moshe Rabenu, Mohi is Moshe Rabenu, hare elukinuyim nishwa. These are substitute terms for Shavua, I swear. And the Gemara starts, number one is, why do Kinuyim work for a Neder? Itmar. It, it was said, Kinuyim, these substitute terms, Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Leshon Umotehen. These are foreign languages, and it means vowing. So we're going to say, it, it's going to, anyone who says, Konam, Konach, Konas, is going to obligate a person in a Korban. No, these are lashon shebadu laim hachamim liyot noderbo. These are terms that hachamim devised. They came up with on their own that they said a person can uh, can uh, vow with these words. Vechenu omer b'chodesh asher bada melibo. The pasuk says that Yerovah made a holiday and the month that he chose out of you know decided out of his out of his heart. He wants this month to be the holiday month, and that was the holiday month that he chose. So according to Rish Lakish, same idea, Hachamim just made up terms. Okay. So why did Hachamim make up these substitute terms? They said that if a person said these words, then it counts as an edir. Hachamim didn't want the people to say that the korban should be on them. Umar says, why not? Just say korban. What's the problem with saying korban? Because they're worried, maybe they're worried you're going to say Hashem's name and you say this Korban can be Hashem. The question is, what's the problem? Say this Korban is Hashem, what's the problem? Because because he might come to say the word Hashem and not say the word Korban. He's going to say Hashem's name in vain. And the Ran explains by saying the word Konam, you're going to be careful not to say Hashem's name. And the same idea would go with all of these, because it says, Nazir, Nazir, Hashem, Shivuat Hashem. In every one of them, it says the word Hashem. And therefore, Hachamim made up different uh, words. So this way, a person doesn't say Hashem's name for no reason. Vitanya, Rabbi Shimon Omer. How do we know if a person wants to give a korban ola? Shalom, Adam, a person shouldn't say, La Hashem, Ola. Or if he wants to give a minha, La Hashem, Minha. Or la Hashem Toda, or la Hashem Shelamim, meaning don't say Hashem's name first, because Talmud Omar, the Pasuk itself says Korban la Hashem. You're supposed to say Hashem's name second this way to make sure you don't say Hashem's name in vain. 
Think about this person. He, the only reason he said Hashem's name first is so he could give a korban. I'm not and, and still Torah said, be careful and say korban Hashem. Libatala to be careful not to say Hashem's name in vain. Allah had kama vekama all the more so. And then Maketana, it sounds like it's a machloketanaim where Bet Shemayi Omrim Kinuye Kinuyim Asurim. If a person says a substitute of a substitute language of a vow, it's Asur. The vow stands and it's Asur. Bet Yilomrim Kinuye Kinuyim substitute of a substitute Mutarin, meaning the vow doesn't stand by them. And later we'll explain what exactly these languages are. However, my love, aren't we saying that that according to Beit Shemayi who says that the uh, substitutes of substitutes are asur because he holds that because he holds that the kinuyim are foreign languages, and therefore, if you even like substitute of a substitute or you take a substitute of that language, it means the same at the end. That's why it's asur. According to Beti says, It's words that Hachami made up. They made up these words, not these words. And that's why if you said those words, it's allowed. The Gemara answers, According to everyone, that the, the substitute languages are foreign languages, and the reason because the Goyim also say these words, and therefore it's Asur, even though the substitute are substitutes, but since the Goyim say these words, it's Asur. No, the Goyim don't use these words, they use the words that, that we mentioned, but nothing else. Or you could say that Betchamai is Gozer, that we're worried that if we let you use um, the substitute of substitutes, you might actually use the, the substitutes themselves, and therefore we're just going to be Mahamir. Betilel Savre, Logazrin Kinuye Kinuyin, Mishum Kinuyin. Betilel says, we don't, uh, we're not Gozer that if you use the substitute of substitutes, you're going to use the substitutes themselves. So now the Gemara asks, What are the substitutes of substitutes? And again, this uh, following Brayta or this following uh, piece of Gemara has to be according to Bet Shammai because they're the ones who says that's according to Bet Yilas says everything is mutar. So Tanner of Yosef, if someone said Maknamna, Maknahna, Maknasna. So what substitutes of substitutes of harem? A rabbi named Mavsha explains harakim, harakim, harafim, any of those terms. Kinuye, kinuyin, then zirut. Taner of Yosef, mahazakna, manzahna, mapihna. Any of these terms are considered uh, substitutes of substitutes of nezirut. So ibayadehu. Let's say someone said mifhazna, my. What would be the halacha? Is that a uh, is that a substitute of a substitute or not? And another question, all these, are they considered substitute of substitute or nazirut or not? And if someone said the word kinma, is that a substitute of a substitute? Meaning, is each one, he says the word kinma, is he trying to say konam? Or maybe, maybe he meant to say cinnamon, maybe he's not a sur. And another question, what would be the halakha to word kina? Did he mean kina shatanegoin kamar? Did he mean a chicken coop or deal? Or maybe he meant konam. And the grand zof with the word tibai, tibai is like a teko, but in Masech Nadarim, that's the, the language we use tibai. So now the Gemara, 
tries to explain what are the substitutes of a swear. What's it like? If a person says the word Shebuel, Shebutiel, Shekukael, all these are considered substitutes, substitutes. But the Gemara doesn't understand because Shebuel could be in Shebuel ben Gershom Mashma. It could be Shebuel ben, uh, ben Gershom. It could be a person's name. And maybe that's not a substitute of a, a, substitute of a swear. Ella, you have to explain. Ella, what are uh, substitute substitutes of a swear? Shebu ba'el, shebu ti'el, sheku ka'el, ma'am, what would be the halakha otam? So, amar shemuel, amar ashibta, if a person said ashibta, lo amar klum, he didn't say anything. Same thing, ashkika, lo amar klum, he didn't say anything. And semadia, karinza, lo amar klum, he didn't say anything. All these are not substitute substitutes, and they're not strong enough to uh, to make a vow. And the Gemara ends off with no answer to most of these terms. Next, we learned the Mishnah, Nadar b'mohi hare elu kinuin. If someone vowed with the word mohi, mohi is a nickname for Moshe Rabbeinu. These are considered substitutes, and it's and the swear stands. Tanya, Rabban Shemom Gamliel Omer HaOmer b'mohi. If a person just said the word Moshe Rabbeinu, Lo Amar Klum, he didn't say anything. B'mamata de Amar Mohi. If a person said with the swear that Moshe Rabbeinu said, that we're talking about, that is a substitute for a swear. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen. Amen.